1: Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome the Peter Duke, George Webb, and Tommy Kerrigan for the final show on the docket today on NeighborhoodNewsStudio.com. Tommy
2: Kerrigan is back. I'm alive.
3: (laughs) What are you laughing at, George? George, you're muted. What are you laughing at?
0: Uh... I'm going to just, I can't hear very well, so I'm going to just tell you where I am. I'm on my way to the Black Sea Uh, because, you know, you always have to go to the Black Sea. If you get, if you try to get into Ukraine one way and you get shut down by missile attacks, I'm not kidding, you get shut down by missile attacks, then you have to go either to the north or to the south. Well, I tried to go to the north. They cut me off. Belarus would not let me in as an American. So now I'm in Budapest. I'll just walk you around here a little bit in Budapest. Um, And I'll tell you where I'm not staying tonight. Uh, But Peter Duke always told me. He said, if you can't find your hotel, go to someplace that's light. Go to someplace where there's lots of lights. So I thought... There's the big Ferris wheel, and there's the Ritz-Carlton. So at least I got a shot here, you know. I'm going toward the light, Peter. Going toward the light.
2: Yeah, if you got to stay on the Ritz-Carlton, you got to stop, start. You have to stay on the top two floors, right, because that's the one that uh, that the Saudi princes own, right? It's always the top two floors.
0: I won't be on that floor, no. (laughs) I'm actually at the Euro Trash Hotel. That's where they throw their garbage. But anyway,
1: that's where the worst (laughs) is. I I
0: I had a horrible trip here. It was eleven hours in a bus, a stinky bus. It broke down three times going over the little Alps in between here and Krakow. (laughs) And I'm I haven't made it to my hotel yet. But I said, damn it. I'm on with the three best entertainers in news. I'm with Peter Duke. Because that's what news needs. It needs entertainment. Well, it does need a little sauce every once in a while.
2: With CNN Plus tanking, it definitely needs some more entertainment. Yeah, how does it feel to know that the network news studio is doing better than CNN uh, Plus this week? You guys have you guys have a better business model than CNN.
0: Well, it's guys like you and Tommy that are kicking ass. You're interesting. You're honest. That's the first thing. Is you're freaking honest, and then you're funny. Tommy's funny. Peter, sometimes you're funny. I'm never funny.
2: I can be Tommy's straight man though.
0: <laughs> yes, you yeah. are a great straight man. Andy's funny. This is a great network because you get the news and we're funny. I'm never that funny but tommy's a scream and andy's a scream and you're a great straight man peter
3: what the hell what
1: the hell is cnn plus it's it's dead it's, well, yeah, you don't it, even need to you know. don't even
2: okay. Know. Okay. Well. It, was, it was it was a 300 million dollar streaming
3: subscription news
2: service put together by cnn uh,
3: ooh, yeah no uh there's a woman who's a, a big fan of my show and she texted me and she was like just so you know you're running a. She was like, you technically have more subscribers out of your apartment than CNN plus does. And I was right. like, what? She was like, yeah. Well, good
2: you lord. know, here's the here, here's the thing. I mean, you look at people like Tim Pool. Tim Pool has been kicking CNN's ass every night for like four years now. Like, he, more people watch
3: Tim Pool than watch CNN. So, good lord in heaven. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious though. It's. It's hilarious to watch the inevitable unfold. I don't know. It's the collapse of empire.
2: Well, it, it, it only it lasted Peter...
1: twenty seven days, so it was a uh, it was a it was a short three hundred million dollar investment. I wonder if it was just some like
2: some some like money like, yeah money laundering payoff scheme for yeah because that three hundred million went somewhere right checks yeah. got written and it went into bank accounts and yeah. They're supposed to send some
1: of it to George Webb in Neighborhood News, aren't they?
0: <laughs> they threw us out, Andy, but I've got an appeal going on in the court of uh, 6th District. But uh, what I wanted to talk about tonight was just uh, our coverage of Ukraine has been better. I mean, look at, just take Tommy's people that he's interviewed. He's got Ken Alibak in Solon, Ohio he's got all the people that uh cavort and cohort with kola in warren ohio he's interviewed every possible delta force guy ever that's ever done any special operation ever i mean these are incredibly interesting interviews peter's got so many great interviews with uh you know jim Hoft of, of gateway pundit and Just one after another of people that are really doing leading edge stuff. I would love to see you interview in a secret silhouette interview, Peter, Zero Hedge guy.
2: Well, the first thing that we need to do is find out why they blocked me. So
0: Zero Hedge
2: and yeah, very early. Like I I would say that this happened in, in 2016, 15, 16, 17. I don't even remember two i two very important Peter duke blocks were zero hedge and sebastian gorka mm. which which i i have no you know i i didn't have a beef with any of them particularly like i i i don't remember saying or doing anything that i thought would have been offensive or going after any of them or you know i i've kind of a wit and when i uh uh, make fun of people. I usually frame it as a question instead of uh, you know making a direct accusation towards somebody. But I I, I love Zero Hedge. Uh, I have to subscribe to their newsletter now because uh, they have me blocked on Twitter.
3: I was gonna say I actually do recognize CNN Plus because about twenty minutes ago I saw a tweet about someone who I don't even know who they are. I just saw it like trending. It was a tweet by someone named I think Sam Stein, and it said. Uh, it said, we really shouldn't be laughing at CNN and defeat. Like that's poor, something along the lines of like, that's gross. And I, and I, I said, shut up, you used some unkind words. And, uh, and then I just found out I've been banned from Twitter for a week. So <laughs> there we go. Well, I guess, my, I guess my tweet won't show up, but. Uh,
2: okay, I, so you got to be acerbic and frame your accusations as questions and then they won't ban you. you
3: no, know, I, I just, no. I, it's not my show so i want to repeat what i said but it wasn't that bad I just, it's your show tommy I, oh, I, I, he, okay so he said blah 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 this sucks and as someone that's been banned from youtube and people cheated on so i just said shut up faggot and i got banned for a week <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, okay I so here's so here's how i approach the same thing i i put up a i put up a, a poll yesterday i believe And it said, politics is, and it's a poll, and answer uh, number one is fake, and answer number two is gay, and answer number three (laughs) is all of the above. And I just put it out there in the world. And instead of just saying that uh, politics is fake and gay, uh, I make it and I ask people the question, and I let them come to the same conclusion.
3: Yeah. Put it out as a true or false, fake, and or gay, T slash F. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like you, you can have a lot of fun with polls. Yeah, I guess I was just kind of off the cuff. I was just like, yeah. who is this? Like, who is this pussy? This is what I need. Something after- for CNN Plus. That
1: I mean wouldn't what? be allowed in the Florida, Let- the Florida classroom, by the way, Mr. Peter. Uh, I,
0: I just say, to you guys, this is what I needed after 10 hours of going through all these windy cis game roads in the mountains and then breaking down and then watching these roadsides with cars going by where you don't know any words of any sign everything is cyrillic everything is cgc
2: if you've got if you have the new version of the iphone george it'll you could take pictures of the stuff and it will translate it right in the iphone
0: but you need internet See, and that's what I didn't have. I didn't have the internet for the Google Lens. I I, I love Google Lens. It's got the great translate capability. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of one of those things where it's the societal breakdown. You know, as soon as Snow Crash, as soon as the goggles go out, then everybody comes out of their containers, and then Klaus
3: Schwab, You know what happens then? You know. Yeah, but you know this. This is kind of. I'm kind of doubling down on my comments to Mr. Stein. Is that like? You have guys like, all right, whatever. I, I haven't done a whole lot. I was banned from YouTube, and people cheer. There's, you know, it's a, you know, First Amendment doesn't apply to corporations, and it's like, yeah, but it's not a very like liberal ideal to squash people who you disagree with. And then you guys have like George, who are truly on it's the a other liberal side idea. Of them.
2: That's not a liberal idea. That's a, a communist idea.
3: A liberal value, a, a the idea that the classic, the, the classic liberal, the sixties don't trust anyone over thirty. Peter, shut up. Let me make my point. The point is this, is no one, no, no one, no one who likes these colors should be for, no, you're right. The first amendment doesn't apply to private corporations. I still, I would still defend that. YouTube doesn't have to provide me, but the very idea that we shouldn't have to do this. No, you should be able to be allowed to speak. And so when people cheer, haha, you got banned for interviewing Dr. Malone or when people are like, laugh, oh, George Webb's banned again, yet George is on the other side of the world pursuing these stories. I have no sympathy or empathy for CNN perpetuating false narratives, actually affecting the world around them, having the hundreds of millions of dollars to do so, and then all we want is a chuckle at their expense, and people are putting on their, their suit of armor, and they're like, don't laugh at CNN in their disgrace no shut up faggot like i'm doubling down on my comment like that's that's all it is sorry a
1: lot of people don't know that the first uh, minute I, started I, with shut up peter
3: <laughs> look yeah and you know what my, my my look my comment is shut up peter tommy hancock 1776 <laughs> exactly the, com- the, the, the i said it the, with love i love you.
2: my my comment was about the fact that what you're doing is liberal. That is speaking your mind is liberal. And what we've done is that we've taken the terms and turned them inside out. Right. And I I don't call it classic liberal. I call it liberal and there's communists. C. Wright Mills said in his famous uh, uh, power elite book that Americans have always been conservatives, but there's always been confusion because the values that they want to conserve are liberal values life liberty the pursuit of happiness all men are created equal and the bill of rights stuff those are liberal values so we let the communists start calling themselves liberals in the 1930s and now in the 2020s okay we're having this word salad confusion because we're talking about a group of people who are communists who call themselves liberals as liberals and it leaves us out into the in the in the woods without any kind of uh, understanding of, about who we are. You're a liberal. I think everybody on this thing is a liberal. That is, we believe in life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, all that other uh, Bill of Rights stuff. And they're communists. That's my point. Yeah.
3: No, they absolutely are.
0: Well, well, I want to chime in on semantics because. Um, uh, <laughs> Is the the she was law, arrested uh, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry I didn't mean to step on anybody's line come but, on uh, man <laughs> when, uh, when <laughs> CNN plus came out I just I thought it was Zucker plus I thought oh there's Jeff leaving CNN he's going to create some kind of shell company where he can get like 300 million out of it and Exactly.
2: Exactly. They're
0: going to build a soundstage on on his yard. They're going to build a yacht. (laughs) All these things. Oh, oops, it didn't work out. Jeff, you can just keep the stuff. They bought
2: some
3: gold bars and they put them in a safe. And yeah. Hey, man, that's kind of badass if they swindled CNN out of 300 million and laundered it and bought some. I mean, that's. Hell yeah, that's awesome. I think the world is so much easier to understand
2: if you just think of it as a giant Coppola movie. Like, these people are just all gangsters, right? Yeah. These, these are all gangster moves. And if you start thinking about it that way, th- things make a lot more sense. Yeah. Even yeah. If here's a mobster.
1: what? Mob- yeah. <laughs> if you look, yeah, you're right. If you look them at all, like, they're, they're mobsters. It's uh, It provides a, a great insight. So, Peter.
2: Do you want to get into some uh, articles on the Duke report here? Oh, I, I mean, I, I mean, we could. The the, the highlight today is uh, you know, uh, oops, accidentally another food major food shortage. supplier just burned to the ground yesterday. Like, oops, how did that happen? And uh, if you dig into the article, I, I love this organic proper website. They're great. Um, but, uh, uh, if you dig into it, uh, they're, they're thinking that it might've had something to do with a cyber attack. So you get, you get two for the price of one, right? You get the, you get the food and it's organic food that's being targeted, which means that the only thing that you're going to be able to get in the supermarket is going to be the GMOs. So, <laughs> so you get the double whammy, you get the GMO, you're, you're, you're not going to be able to get your organic food. And you're going to have to eat the GMOs. And, oh, yeah, it looks like it was a cyber attack that burned the factory down. Wasn't that a conceit in Mr. Robot? Didn't they do that in Mr. Robot?
3: It looked like it was a cyber attack from unvaccinated Canadian truckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Well, that's fight back against all of it. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: yeah. I and mean. Keep going, Peter. I'm sorry. I'm just touring around to give you a little bit of a... You know, that's okay for, i
2: i i'm look i'm looking for uh there was a there was a wry comment from my my new favorite uh twitter account which is uh klaus posting w's uh i have to go who who made a, a an incredibly uh funny comment about this story I mean, uh, uh
3: peter can i get your thoughts on um on the, uh, okay. the order passing that bill against the self governance of Disney. On one hand, you know Disney does seem like a giant pedophile conglomerate, but on mm-hmm. the other hand, I have to stay true to like I don't like the idea of government stepping in and thrashing a company, even if I don't agree with them and they are a woke steaming pile of shit. Because if I can get, if I condone this today, then I have to condone it tomorrow. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know enough about self governance.
2: Right. Well, I mean. I, I... I I I was just talking to a friend of mine about this earlier. I believe in capitalism, right? I believe in that those, you know, kind of uh, sovereign uh, rights that corporations have. However, um, when they start to act like monopolies, or when they start to act as monopolies, I think that they put themselves into a position where they need to be regulated. And uh, I've talked often before about like Section two hundred and thirty about how I thought. Uh, Trump, all he had to do is have Agit Pie send a letter to Facebook and Twitter and tell them that they were in violation of their Section Two Thirty uh, uh, protection, and that uh, they were that they were not going to be able to protect themselves. It wouldn't have required any kind of congressional action or anything like that. But you know, Disney is an interesting case because Disney has always done things in a way that kind of allowed them to kind of skirt uh, convention. Uh, specifically, Disney does not have employees. Uh, Disney has cast members. If you work for Disney, you are not an employee. You are a cast member. And the reason that Disney has cast members is because Walt was faced when the civil rights uh, movement was happening in the 60s, Walt didn't want to have to uh, kowtow to political correctness in order to cast his characters who are walking around the theme park. So the way that they got around it was that they made everyone at Disney a a cast member. So when you get your ID, when you get a job at Disney and you get your ID, it's your cast member ID. So for a long time, you know, Disney has been doing things like that. So specifically, so what is this law? Because I'm not sure that I, I read about it yet.
3: It will happen today. I remember self-governance because I just remember reading a book in college about how Disney was technically its own government. But a bill was passed today. Yeah, I think it was proposed like yesterday, but it was passed today, uh, April 21st, 2022. And it's removing Disney's, I guess, ability for self-governance, which means there's a whole bunch more taxes they have to start paying. Which again, to me, is absurd because I mean, as a more conservative guy, I don't like the idea of cheering on, like, yeah, now you got to pay to the government. And it's like, wait, hold on, what am I, what am I cheering? But like, they were stripped of their self-governance, which I mean, it thinks. I,
2: like- I, I think if I understand it, so Dis- so Disney World is huge. It's bigger than a lot of counties in the United States, and yeah. I, I believe that when Disney World was. Was created that their own they, fire department, their own waterworks. Yeah, they 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 are their own municipality. So I I think that if I understand it correctly, they've been stripped of their ability to do that. So isn't I, that the whole point of like the Ep- Epcot Center in the first
1: place? You know, except they never built it.
2: I guess they, they built the Main Street at Epcot. Uh, I had many friends who worked at Disney who were supposed to work on Epcot, and uh, uh, that kind of ended with Eisner, like. It's a it's it's a half a theme park that never
3: got finished, Epcot. I guess my concern is, you know, it's it's not a coincidence that this happened now and not once in the last like 50 years. There's clearly animosity towards Disney right now, specifically within Florida, specifically within Republican uh, politicians. I don't like the as much as I'd love to cheer on the destruction of that pedophile steaming pile of shit. At the same time, you're laying down a precedence for, you know, I'm against government overreach unless they go after the guys I don't like. And it's like, that's very, that's how we got into the situation of like vaccine mandates. That's how we got into the situation of I'm cheering on this war is because we are more concerned about owning the other side and not watching the government grow more strong. The government can, the the left can go, hell yeah, you know, we need a stronger surveillance state after January 6th. And it's like, well, this is going to apply to you as well. And then now the tables are turned and we're like, you know, DeSantis is really owning the libs. And it's like, dude, this is the government now setting a precedent that they can come in and just, you can't do this anymore. You're done. W- what we're doing is we're trading blows, but all the while the, the big machine is getting stronger and stronger of government. But none of us give a shit because we're just owning the other side. So one of my one of my favorite
2: terms that I ever learned from George Webb was hair pulling, you know, and um, I think that's porno, not George Webb. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, but I, I, this is a George Webb style of of, of uh, hair pulling. Yeah. Um, One of the issues that we have, kind of like what we were talking about earlier as far as liberals and and communists, is that you you start to have, I I said earlier that I'm a a capitalist and I understand how corporations need to be sovereign. The problem is is that, you know, Klaus, after World War II, he and his buddies started creating these public-private partnerships uh, that were modeled after Nazi Germany. And so the differentiation between government and corporations starts to become blurred. And in a perfect world, like you know, people ask me what kind of economic system I like. Capitalism. I don't think that we live in a capitalist country. I think that we live in a country that is ruled. But if you look at the relationship between Boeing and Raytheon and Lockheed and General Dynamics and the United States government, okay, that that that's that, that's a public-private partnership. And uh, and 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 those are controlled monopolies. If you look at Facebook and Google and Twitter, those are controlled monopolies. You don't see a lot of people say, "Oh yeah, go build your own Facebook or go build your own Twitter." Well, you can't do it when those companies. You know, uh, Sundance wrote a really interesting editorial a couple of days ago on Conservative Treehouse about about uh, Twitter. He called it uh, Jack's Coffee Shop, uh, and he made the. Uh, he made the uh, analogy that uh, Jack uh, uh, Dorsey opened, opened a coffee shop and he had an advantage. And the advantage was that he gave away free coffee. you know. And when other people started to try to open coffee shops, they found out that you can't open coffee shops with the giveaway free coffee because you can't make any money doing it. And then uh, people have found out uh, virtually by uh, Elon Musk's trying to uh, uh, bid for Twitter, that it turns out that maybe the reason that Jack can give coffee away for free is because Jack's partner in the back end, on the back end is the United States government. And the House um, of Saud. What? And the House of Saud. And the House of Saud. So so, um, so, in a purist kind of sense, I totally agree with you. I'm 100% on, on, on board. I'm just not sure that what we see is what's actually happening, and and that's how, you know that thank, thank you George Webb because he's continually Toto's continually running to the back of the uh, booth and finding another curtain to pull back.
0: Well, my my comment on uh, this dialogue here, which is very interesting, um, is we both we all seem to have a sense of what reality really is, and even though there's all this money like trillions being put into this kind of programming. We all kind of like reject it and say that's not real, (laughs) you know, and 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 that's the amazing part to me because when I was like, like I don't know, eleven or twelve, and watching I Dream a Genie after school or whatever, I thought you know maybe someday I'll have you know a lamp and I'll be able to you know have a genie, you know, but. (laughs) We, we all get out of that. We all realize this is not the Congress isn't really Congress. It's just a big show and it's really Klaus Schwab running things. We all, we all know that intuitively. So whatever they're doing that they think is so uh, you know uh, so mesmerizing or hypnotic is not working. I mean that's the one thing I hear from all of you is you all know what's really happening. And Peter, it's interesting because you worked at DreamWorks and you worked at, you know, did a lot of creativity stuff for Disney and stuff. And that was all great entertainment. But at the end of the day, you knew it was entertainment. You knew it wasn't news. Like when you say great story, bro. Bro. It's like you have no facts to back it up, but great story, bro. You know, we somehow have this sense of being able to throw it all out, even though they've spent so much money on this.
2: Um, well, we do. And, you know, um, somebody was uh, was talking to me about the Duke report uh, earlier today. And, you know, one of the things that I try to do on the Duke report is not 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 preach. I'm trying. I'm. It's all links. Right. I don't have any, any editorial opinion. The only thing I'm really doing is I'm curating the content that's on there and uh, uh, by virtue of the, but but for people who find their way to the Duke report. Um, If they want to find answers for themselves, that's the reason that that thing exists, because um, I don't think that you can you can shock people into this. I think that they have to have a certain amount of inquiry. They have to have a certain amount of curiosity about why, you know, two plus two equals five. Like I didn't learn that in school. Right. So so if, if you can. You know, if you can lead people to it, then maybe they can wake up. But I still think that we're a tiny percentage, George. I think that, you know, we get bigger and bigger every day. I think that the people who follow us get bigger and bigger every day. But I think that, you know, they get distracted by people. I heard Bill Taylor talking about Russell Brand. You know, Russell Brand is an interesting cat. Uh, he says a lot, of, he's he's very much like Steve Bannon in my book. He uses a lot of neurolinguistic programming. He throws a lot of red meat out to people saying things that they want to hear. I want to believe everything that Russell Brand and Steve Bannon says. I just don't trust them. And I think that there is a lot of kind of uh, attention farming. I call it attention farming, um, where people are out there and they're trying to Gain, uh, gain control of audiences. They're either ca- trying to gain control of audiences for power. They're trying to gain control of audiences because they're grifting and they're making money. They're trying to gain control of audiences because they're controlled opposition and they don't actually want people to find out what's really going on. And so they can take them, you know, down the road and then at the last minute take them into a cul-de-sac where they, you know, uh, the Q cul-de-sac where they crash and burn. The monkey works cul-de-sac where they crash and burn. You you know, there's all kind... Let me let me take an example yeah.
0: of yeah. that, and I'm I'm interested in your feedback, with Tommy's feedback and Andy's feedback. You, uh, Tommy, you know the Gonzo uh, Lyra story. Uh, of, as of today, yeah. Okay, so um, Peter's much. I think. You've been following it for
2: a couple of. Years. I, you know, it's funny because I don't know. It was the way that I discovered him was very much the way that I discovered George Webb. His video showed up in my YouTube feed one day, and he was walking out of his apartment someplace in Ukraine. He was in Kiev or something, I think. And he just started live streaming, uh, and yeah, I thought, Kharkov. well, th- at yeah. yeah. a- a- Kharkov, and I thought, okay, well, this guy is in the middle of the action. I'm just going to follow him, and he picked. I think he probably only had. Eight or 9,000 followers when I started following him. Now he's got 55,000.
0: Yeah, well, so the, the interesting thing about reality meeting this kind of school play world is he seemed really super genuine to me and he's saying, hey, there's this bad shit happening and hey, this... He was, the reason why he was it's so interesting to me is because he's the only guy saying Kolomoisky's the whole key to the bioweapons, you know, He's saying, Colin it's Hunter Biden, it's Metabiota, they did Wuhan, they did January 6th. It's always these same guys. You've got to realize this is the CIA, you know, um, Hunter Biden's the Patsy. All the things I've been saying for like six years, but this guy is saying it and really getting a big audience.
2: Well, there was another account that popped up today that we're, that uh, I think the Duke Report is following, and maybe my, my producer, Carrie can send me a link to it, and I can... I can I can share it with you, but it's a new account with his name and his picture, and I read the first tweet from this account and I thought, did George write this because hmm. it it sounds it sounds like it it sounds exactly like uh, like you wrote it uh, she's
3: looking for it now so um back to what you said real quick sorry back to what you're saying about Russell brand though is i I've kind of accepted. In my mind, based on nothing and backed up by nothing, challenged by no one, so it's purely a delusional uh, dogma that I've now created. But if I someone love these u- preambles, <laughs> if someone, you not
0: listen to anything. You shouldn't.
3: Say. It's a, in the course of human events, yeah, we the people, and then yeah, I'm a complete delusional psychopath in a room with not enough oxygen. But if someone uses clickbait thumbnails and clickbait titles, they are. Number one, not to be trusted. And it's because A, they are grifters, or B, they have nefarious intent. And I think that's just, and that, so that doesn't mean the Venn diagram, it doesn't mean everyone that has a thumb, and you know what they are. It, you want to show the whites of your eyes, your mouth is open, you want a white thumbnail around you with bright colors, and then at least one word, not all of them, but one word in the title is all caps. You see Tim Pool do it. I don't think that necessarily makes him bad. But the ones that are pushing this shit like Russell Brand, are, I think, regardless, I really don't think they can be trusted, but it means it's either A, because they are grifters, or B, because they are, uh, like you have said several times, Peter, you don't trust them as far as you can throw them. When you see something like that, look at George. You go to George's Twitter. George's Twitter is just statements, and it's just, the thumbnail is just the first frame of the video he's taking. And I know that may sound stupid, and it may sound like I'm being, like, meticulous, but when you're trying to just portray a story or put something out there, that's all it is. Is It's just, here's the thing, I got the thing. It's no, you know, Klaus Schwab said what? To me, that's either someone who's trying to just grift or it's someone who's trying to use the same language that everyone else is using so that they can get into the zeitgeist. I don't trust Russell Brand at all. I don't know what's behind them, but it just doesn't, it seems too artificial, Sorry.
2: No, no, uh, I, no. I, I, I agree with you. And again, um, uh, Scott Adams turned me on to hypnosis five years ago, four years ago. I started studying hypnosis, Milton Erickson. I started studying the CIA version of hypnosis, which is called neuro-linguistic programming. Uh, basically, the way neuro-linguistic programming works is that in order to teach operators hypnosis quickly. They came up with this system by virtue. And what you do is you analyze the words that people are using to construct sentences. If you think about it, hypnosis is just using language in order to change the frame that what people are, are, that they frame their reality on. And in the, you know, 100 years ago or 200 years ago, if you took the trivium uh, at university, you learned rhetoric. We don't learn rhetoric anymore. Rhetoric is just basically hypnosis with words, written rhetoric. I mean, written hypnosis. But if you understand if you understand what neurolinguistic programming is, you understand that it's about analyzing the words that are coming out of people's mouths and the way they construct sentences. Because what you what they do is that they speak in a certain way that allows the person who's receiving the message to go into an alpha state. When they go into the alpha state, then they can make a suggestion. Mm-hmm. When they make the suggestion, then the person goes to a cocktail party the next day, and Sean Hannity's words are coming out of their mouth like like it's their words. So Rachel Maddow's words are coming out of their mouth like it's their own words, so Russell Brand uses neurolinguistic programming uh 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 Sean Hannity uses it. Rachel Maddow uses it uh Tucker Carlson uses it, Steve Bannon uses it when you When you start to recognize these patterns, okay, then you start to wonder whether or not they've got a really good writer who just came from Langley or whether or not they were taught this, or whether or not it's just a style that they picked up, you don't really know. But the reality is, is that, like I said, it's attention farming. And to your point about thumbnails and and clickbait headlines and things like that, this is all attention farming that you're noticing.
1: Yeah. What What kind of programming is Joe Biden using when he talks? Uh, he's um, got a he's got
2: a a thing in his ear, and he's repeating whatever the words are that but, the person is saying. But you but you
3: know, but you know in, in a in a weird way, that actually kind of dovetails back into the uh, the point before Russell Brand about uh, George talking about how we see their trillions of dollars of investments into propaganda, into stories, yet we all know they're kind of bullshit to me, although it's optimistic that we see through it, at the same time it speaks volumes to the power of the state in that it doesn't matter if we see through it. It's out to just you know, they, you don't have to just send out uh, riot police. You can send out the tanks. You, it, it, it doesn't matter that, that we all know it's bullshit. We still keep partaking in the system every day. There is, and I'm not obviously not Calling, but there is no violent overthrow. There is no nothing. We all go, I know, everyone knows that the government whacked JFK. Everyone knows there are fishy things around the Gulf of Tonkin in 9 11. Everyone knows the COVID story isn't what we think it is. And we don't do, and no one does anything. And again, because I have had troubles with this before, I'm not calling for action by anyone to anyone, but. And it, although it's good that we see through it, at the same time it speaks volumes that that uh, that it doesn't matter. So you know what 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 neuro linguistic programming is Biden using? None. He's a, he's a geriatric dementia riddled pedophile who is placed and is an is an illegitimate regime. We know it. They know it. They know we know it, and we know they know we know it. And no one's going to do anything. So, in a weird way, it's actually it's kind of blackpilling.
2: Sorry. All right. Well, yeah. Well, um, Michael Hoffman talks about the the whole phenomenon that you're discussing in his book, uh, Psychological Warfare: uh, Secret so- Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare. Uh, it's it's known in, in occult circles as revelation of the method, which is that. Uh, People are more accepting of what you're about to do to them if you let them know first that you're going to do it to them, which is kind of the basis for protective programming. There's a famous scene in Goldfinger where uh, James Bond is, is uh, he's strapped down to a table and, and uh, Goldfinger is telling him all of his plans. And he goes, do you expect me to talk Goldfinger? And Goldfinger goes, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. You know, yeah. and that's that's kind of the mo that we're dealing with. If you, somebody brought up that twi- tweet, I wanted to do a, I wanted to look at that tweet and 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 show George that the Gonzo tweet. Lira one, yeah, the, the the on the new Lira account. I'll read it to you while he's finding it. Okay, so it's real Gonzo Lira one, and here's the tweet, George. They may shut this down, but if you hear nothing else, if they finally get get to me, or if I go off the grid, remember this, Zelensky is a puppet of Kolomoisky, who is a puppet himself. Those two subjects, BioLabs, Hunter Biden, many a death can be attributed to these truths. Okay, now they're using the word truth. So this makes me think this is a QAnon operator, right? (laughs) So, but, you know, that was on Celia uh, Farber's substack.
3: This is the equivalent of if Twitter existed in 1963... Of, uh, of Lee Harvey Oswald 420 posting. People are gonna try to say, I'm a CIA asset. This is all me. This is no one else. This is all me. That's exactly what this feels like. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, my, my comment is um, all the NLP and all that stuff, no matter what, um, the human heuristics for watching somebody say something and how they speak and how they deliver their you know message is somehow this like super x-ray that says this is bullshit or this is this is somebody who's you know really trying to you know get truth to me and gonzo was one of those guys that just immediately struck you as somebody who was on the ground trying to get juice to you and russell brand is like trying to you know, comb perfume into his chest hair and get the next you know movie deal. You know what I mean? It's just comb kind of perfume. a situation, you know. And um, you know where you really should just kind of take the money and run. You know, you know, Peter, when people are two, two or three years too far into their you know modeling career, and that's where Russell Brand is with his his thing, and he's trying to retread himself as a truth spokesman whereas gonzo came in and he had the glasses and he had the hat and everything and i don't know if it was an actor or not but man he was saying kola the guy who's you know projecting these bioweapons all over the world he's he's the, the guy who did wuhan he's the guy who did this in africa he's he's over here he's over there it's metabiota it's all cia it's you know and i'm like whoa <laughs> even though he was repeating back to me things that I'd said over the last six years. Just hearing somebody else say it was so refreshing. And the the, the fake account that came out after the death, because this uh, guy, Scott, uh, Scott Ritter, uh, is saying he's dead. A lot of people, Ava Bartlett, Ava Bartlett said, he's not been heard from and that she's kind of like the female Walter Cronkite. I'm like, wow, when Ava Barlett says somebody really didn't get heard from, I'm like, whoa, that's really bad. And uh, so I, I went through a kind of a depression yesterday that he's probably dead. And I was kind of trying to get into the, you know, trying to get in there and see if I could get to him. But this new account came up and I said immediately, this is where we have this power. We go, okay, dude. Meet me on the Polish border. I'm ready to come meet you right now. So don't give me a bunch of, you know, please send me money because I'm hiding and all this. Meet me right now. And it's interesting. He tweeted out a model shop of... uh, Meet me right now. Go ahead. Sorry,
1: George. Go ahead.
0: Well, he tweeted out a model shop of... Uh, tanks, little, little miniature tanks and so forth. And, um, one of the things I do when I go to towns that are military towns is I, I go to the places that have the model shops because there's usually a guy who has a long military career. And then I get into a big discussion. And there's Rahm Emanuel. If you're interested in selling pharmaceuticals tonight, you might want to get with that guy. But, um, he, he tweeted he knew he was smart enough to get to me to tweet out the the model shop the you know little tank models and stuff and i thought that was interesting you know that was an interesting way to get to me because he knew something about me that i that's where i went in salisbury to to get my contact and, and all these different cities so it was just interesting
2: yeah, it it is interesting. And I and I think about some of the as you're saying that though. I'm thinking about some of the characters uh that have popped up uh in your uh in the last 5 years uh that have kind of popped in and out of your uh career George through people, you know, through third parties, through people that you know. Um and I think about, well, who lives in Europe that like used to be friends with George and now might not be a big fan of George's and how could they be messing with him? And, uh, you know, are these people, w- which intelligence agency are these people really aligned with, you know, these are the questions that I'm asking when I'm looking at that stuff.
0: You know, who's going through kind of a rebirth because he's cheering for Russia's his lead. Right. Uh, and just just by the fact that he's Sputnik. <laughs> it's like, go Z! I saw him say, go Z today. It's like, I don't ever want to be that guy who's sitting in the peanut gallery throwing peanuts for Z or peanuts for, you know, uh, Zelensky or anybody. And that, but anyway, it is interesting how people are doing kind of, I don't want to say whorish things. I'll never say whorish things. But but sort of like whorish things to get views, and I never want to. I, I don't want to say I'd never want to whore myself out, but it, but something very close to whoring myself out for that, you know, like cheering for Z. I never want to be that guy. Yeah,
2: I mean, I. It, it's. I don't wear. Somebody sent one of our one of our fans sent me a, um, a picture of himself wearing a Russia sweatshirt uh, the other day. Um, and, and he said he was going to go to Washington DC and spend five hours walking around the Capitol with the sweatshirt on. And I said, don't do that. I, you know, I, I, I said, well, first of all, go to the Duke and click on the store button and get yourself a Duke report sweatshirt instead of a Russia sweatshirt. That would be, that would be the first thing to do. Um, but, and I'm grifting here. So i uh, pardon I'll, my pardon I'll, my grift
3: i'll grift i have my own hoodie store I, I,
2: so, yeah, exactly so it. you could buy a tommy uh uh no, sweatshirt you could buy a you know you can get a you are here uh uh 19 shirt there you go um all kinds of stuff there at the duke Report. but um Uh, anyway I said don't do that I I said you know you gotta first of all the the thing that you're doing is you're acknowledging that Washington D.C. has got their boot on your face like why would you go there you know why would you go do that Uh, second of all it's like why get involved in this false dialectic because they want you to pick a side right there's no good side here the Russians blowing up Ukraine is not a good idea Ukraine uh, wanting to party with NATO that's not a good idea people getting blown up that's not good like none of this stuff is good. So th- there is no winner here, right? There's no like side that you can be on that's gonna make you the good guy. So yeah, why I just, why, I just, why go there?
3: I just I just plugged my own drift. Yeah. In the is that how, where I put it in the private chat? Is that how I do yeah, it? Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Those are all my those are all my designs. I taught myself graphic design for three years before. I, you those you are, just yeah, those are my designs too. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm. You just all... thought.
0: You just made me think about. Tommy has a, a second career with Tommy No Trauma. Instead of a Tommy Bahama, Tommy No Trauma.
2: You could have a whole line of fashion statement. You sweatshirt. need a new model, Tommy. This guy with the hair.
3: It's i don't not, choose it this is it, it's auto-generated
2: these yeah, are all i know, times, yeah, I know but are, can't you pick a different model in the auto generation no,
3: no look reveal princip there's archduke Franz ferdinand getting assassinated you can have that in a hoodie the most momentous moment of the 20th century and andy no is modeling it for you probably yes. hey man give me, give, me, give me some social justice <laughs> they took down the other hoodie i made it was uh it was it was the German eagle, but it had a teddy bear underneath it instead of a swastika, and said "Mine Snuggles," and they took it down. <laughs> so it was an oversized hoodie. It was supposed to be for cold days. These, these
2: are good hoodies. Thanks, man. a like,
1: cathedral.
2: Uh, you know what? I, he's throwing down. I need to kind of up my game here a little.
3: Oh yeah, no, I, you can't see them. Those are like eight K images. I each I designed those over the course of like three years. It's uh, they're crazy, but. um Snoop Loops. Snoop Loops. Not that one. That one yeah. didn't take that long. But uh, um, <laughs> that was yeah. just Snoop Loops. But yeah. Producer Carrie's laughing her ass off here in the back. Yeah, there's a, you know, the one on the, there's Shape with Air, Gorilla Tutors. There's a, um, up top left, Alex Jones. That's Alex Jones as the Vitruvian man. <laughs> <laughs> as Da Vinci. And that text, that text is one of his 10-minute rants on Joe Rogan. And I actually scanned <laughs> it onto a, or I I wrote it onto a high resolution scan of a uh, Da Vinci's parchment. It's about as historically accurate as you could get if Alex Jones was Vitruvian Man. But you don't have to grift for me anymore.
2: I, like I might need to get that. So oh, is, is I,
3: I, I made them all, man. You can't tell, but they're they're post Malone, B R R T. Bert. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that's the and then the thought thickens. Yeah, but um. You do need a new model. I don't get to choose it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough that the model doesn't have blue hair and is a pregnant man or whatever the fuck it is. See, this
0: is my point, is whatever their programming ideas are, are not working. It's not working, yeah. It's not working because Tommy's obviously not bespelled by this, and Peter, you're certainly not bespelled.
2: If people and, bought this stuff instead of Cube, we might, we'd we be one step closer to the to saving the world, right?
0: I, I definitely agree on the Duke report. If people would have had the Duke report at nine uh, at Jan 6, the world would probably be all drinking Coke right now, or maybe Diet Coke and, and teaching the world to sing See, instead of, ladies. oh, here we go. Look at this.
3: Yeah, I, I don't even know what this one is. I just made it. It's, uh looks okay, like there's something Beyonce would wear. I hope so. It looks like uh, something so John King, Lennon King Yoko Johnson, Yoko might have knitted. it this is some nice occult shit yeah it's awesome man but mr crowley would love you i know right yeah but more importantly um elon musk do you think that so to to apply the equal you know i like i like elon musk i think he's an inspiring figure the amount of shit he does Uh, i know he gets government subsidies i'm aware of that but you know, in the same way that we, I can't cheer on, I can't say let's own the libs, but at the same time be cheering on the, the attack on a private corporation, Disney, by the government, something that I personally I, and my soul feel is bad, and I'm tempted to cheer it on because Disney's bad. In the same way that I'm attacking Russell Brand, I kind of feel like I need to apply that same criticism to Elon Musk in that I love him. I think he's great but he uses a lot of the same things you know when he tweets like 420% of statistics are 69 times wrong and it's just like hey he used the sex number and the weed number and it's like hey look he he tweeted dogecoin like isn't he so relatable and it's, it's like the dude's worth of a third of a trillion dollars and he's in bed with the nro and the national geospatial agency <laughs> but everyone's like he's just But he's team. not but he's
2: not the only one it's interesting because there seems to be this c- c- uh cohort of billionaires jack dorsey uh elon musk mark Andreessen. i don't know if you guys follow mark Andreessen. he's the guy who started netscape he was the yep undergraduate uh, University of Illinois at Champaign Urbana supercomputer Center uh, co- coder who wrote Netscape and was the first internet billionaire right uh, he's he's tweeting all this populist stuff um, there's there's another one that's escaping it's, me Thiel, Peter teal oh, and Peter th- and, and Peter Teal called uh, called uh, Warren Buffett a, the, a a sociopath from Omaha. At the Bitcoin convention last week, so there it's seems to be air-pulling.
0: this. It's all PayPal mafia, you know. It's it, all, Peter Almadar, all those guys. You know, if you spend any time, Andreessen's is the one I had the most interaction with when he was getting going. But if they're all handled, I yeah. mean, they tell him, you know, say this, then say that, then say this, and then we're going to go over here, and then say this, and then say that. And he was twenty-four. I mean he didn't know anything about business. Jack Clark, the guy who ran uh, silicon graphics, was his handler No, uh, G- jim Jim Clark Jim Clark jim Clark, yeah. jim
2: Clark yeah
3: yeah you know there is something kind of disgusting about the sort of like relatable billionaire in the 2000s we saw it a lot right. <laughs> In the 2000s, we saw right. You know it, the, the trophy. It of the sounds like a
2: good idea for a comic book, though. The relatable yeah, but, you billionaire. You know what I'm talking about. In the
3: yeah. 2000s, we saw 2000s, 2010s. Right. It's the billionaire with the. It's the. Sil- it's the Silicon Valley billionaire, the guy that wears the hoodie. Right. He's dude. I'm just like you, man. I you know do yoga in my office. That asshole. And now we're seeing it more as like a, I tweet too. Like love Minecraft. There's something a little refreshing about Jeff Bezos, and that you know. There's nothing behind the eyes. You know that there's ice in his veins. hes I mean, his head's shaved. He's married to like a Mossad agent. He's not... I mean, his the people that work in his warehouses have to urinate in bottles because it's the only way they can remain competitive with machines. There's something a little refreshing about him. Bill Gates, that guy's a demon. Larry Ellison, I don't know anything about him. But again, even them... The fact that they're not Zuckerberg. I mean, he's a DARPA creation. Literally, it's interesting. They,
2: it's interesting. All these pictures are Martin Selner pictures. He's like one of my yeah. Not that one. He's one of my nemeses.
3: Yeah, but um, I mean, it's 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 he he doesn't look real either. But like, there is something kind of gross about you know. I tweet too, or look at me. I'm on Snapchat with bunny ears, or it just doesn't. But isn't that the,
2: yeah, isn't, isn't that the entire point of like Iron Man movies? Though, yeah, no, In I, order to kind of like humanize these guys and make oh, them relatable. And, well, I mean, yeah. again, it's
3: predictive programming. It's Thanos right. snapping his fingers and half the world dying. And then coincidentally, a couple of years later, there's a pandemic and everyone's got to get the vaccine and who knows if half the world's going to die. It kind of seems like that. But, you know, I, I don't know. There's some, I don't think like Rockefeller or Vanderbilt, or Carnegie would have ever tried to, like, fit in. They wouldn't have gone on Joe Rogan. Like, these guys were ruthless pit vipers who would well, kill their but, mother for a penny. I, I, tol- I, I appreciate that. I, I totally agree, which is, why, which is why I think that if you see somebody
2: in the media, if you know their name, if you know George Soros' name, or if you know Mark Zuckerberg's name, it means that they're not the ones who are in control. Because it's the like, ones who are in control...
3: You don't know their you name. You don't know the, Like, Klaus Schwab, like, man, there is no more of a clear-cut central casting character. It's an evil, a hilariously overused German accent who dresses like a Bond villain and openly tells you you're going to, not that you're going to have less food, you're going to eat bugs. This is something that a fourth grader would write. And, and his, you, and you, and you will like it. Yeah, and you will yeah. like it. I mean, it is... It seems like that like World War II Disney propaganda where every Japanese person is like, "Oh, we are coming for your white women." And it's like, it's so <laughs> evil, but it's the only way you can corral a nation into the war powers effort. When you see Klaus, the fa- when you're being told to hate this guy, evil populates a relative forced industrial revolution. Doesn't it seem like central casting? Like, this guy just arose. Uh, maybe he did. I mean, I, mean, he I, know, I know. He, he doesn't look anything like
2: Emperor Palpatine.
3: Yeah, but I mean, I know he's mentored, <laughs> mentored by Kissinger. Like, I don't think As he's purely so an actor. He's a very competent, intelligent guy. He's evil, but he's competent. I'm not taking that away. But like this guy, he's doing what Alexander the Great couldn't do. He just out of nowhere, he's just decided to great reset the world and penetrate every government on the planet. D- doesn't it? Doesn't it seem a little like? It's that moment you realize you start doing the numbers when you're like nine. You're like, how does Santa get in seven billion chimneys in one night? <laughs> it starts to dawn on you. You're like, hold the fuck on. <laughs> you know, what's going on?
2: I'm glad, I'm glad that you brought up Santa, though, because I, I use Santa all the time because, I, I, it, it, you know, lots of people are, are programmed to understand that they believed Santa w- was a real thing when they were four. Right. And by the time they were seven, they had let go of that idea and the, what they don't realize is that the rest of the world is just like that too
3: yeah oh whoa but uh, uh, everything we re- accept is real i'm i'm just listening to the,
0: the yeah, <laughs> somehow, <laughs> somehow <laughs> good job andy yeah good job andy <laughs> um somehow i still think there's human this there's still uh like uh, a human spirit that's not being smashed. You know, they're trying to do the whack-a-mole thing and make sure there's no human creativity, no human expression, no human celebration, no uh, creativity, but they're failing. Um, And I don't know. I think art is always maybe the enemy of political control. Look at you, Tommy, with the bedspread. I mean, you've, you've changed the world tonight just by showing the world your bedspread. And, you know,
3: that's, a, that's a hoodie george <laughs> well i don't know if
0: it I wasn't is gonna correct it. them
3: and you, i you and your motion pictures and your skateboards you're changing the world i don't
0: need to know everything about the <laughs> spread either tommy I, I just let's leave it at the visual okay, okay. but i'm just saying that i i i've i've traveled all over europe you know circling oh. ukraine i'm heading to you know, uh, Zoff, and all this, and uh, they haven't killed me yet. I mean, so I I still think somehow there is the room for the individual to be like, it it, it does kind of feel like 1984, Winston versus the world, you know, and ducking under the cameras and and whatnot. It it does have that feeling, but it's kind of fun to be the guy
2: who's, well I think that th- I, I think the thing that makes it fun though George is that there's th- there's us to talk to I the 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 people who keep coming to me that are kind of blackpilled on the world that you know are uh, you know uh, uh uh Tommy disappeared 10 days ago for for a, uh, a few-
3: I hit a wall.
2: You you hit a wall. You hit a wall the same day Addie did. Addie hit a wall the same day that you did. A bunch of people hit walls at the same time. And I think that the only way to kind of like keep yourself from sp- spinning out sometimes is that you've got to you got to reach out and have conversations with other people and not in a live stream. You know, you got to yeah. go have
3: a beer with someone and go but sit down and I, and talk to them i do have to thank you for it because you did reach out to me and i was in a black-pilled nature so i was like i don't really want to talk but you did and that was very kind of you but sometimes you sometimes the best way to like avoid the wall is to hit the wall and to realize it's okay to hit the wall but and to press on what george was saying you know, against my black pill earlier where I was like, it doesn't matter that we see through the propaganda because we see through it and we still don't do anything, which is in itself kind of a broken spirit. But no, the fact that like we are all still getting together and talking, the fact that like George is still traveling, the fact that like I'm, you know, despite the fact that like a, like a satanic centralized government's taking over the world via mRNA shots, uh, you know, we still can joke about our shitty hoodies there is something in the human spirit that is yet to be broken and it's when no one even tries anymore. That's when they've really won. But the fact that like the odds of like any positive outcome are still so insignificant, but it's still like, you know, crack the was like let's do it live stream at five. And it's like, what are these morons doing? Why are they not just bending over? That is the human spirit. Like, if you truly gave up and you were truly filled, you wouldn't get out of bed in the morning, right? I don't really have a. There was no really point to that. I mean, no,
0: I, I agree with you. It is kind of one of those uh, whistling through the graveyard things, and yeah. like, <laughs> we don't really care, you know. And it it's like it's it does kind of relieve you in a way, yeah, of it's- worrying about gas and worrying about you know all this stuff because once you realize, you know, hey, I'm the Spitfire guy, I'm going up against the Luftwaffe, they've had 10 years since the Spanish Civil War, I've had 10 hours, you know, or maybe 10 minutes yeah.
2: of training. No, I, you had uh, a lot of training because you were from Poland, not from Great Britain.
0: Well, you know, don't get me started on the Polish pilots uh, <laughs> with uh, with Battle of Britain, but, yeah. but you're right, Peter. But the point I'm trying to make is you're going to still get in the thing. You're still going to get in the Spitfire. You're still going to take it up and you're going to fly right at him. And you're like, Hey, if I die today, it's kind of like uh, Chief Joseph or one of those chiefs said, this is a great day to die. What a beautiful day to die. It's just like you fly right at him, And it's, it's like, even if I lose, even if you shoot me down and you have 10 times force multiplier, you know, technology and you gang up on me and whatnot, I still have more honor in death than you do, yeah. Because you're scum, right? You're you're scum trying to eliminate people for Klaus Schwab.
2: Yeah, it's
3: like what the what a uh,
0: sickening existence that is.
3: Right. Why why are we here if not for this? It's it's what the first director of the OSS, Wild Bill Donovan, said in World War One. He was leading his men into like the breach, like over the top, again and again and again, and they were like. They're like, what are you doing? They're like, we don't have to keep advancing. And he like looked at he looked back at them with disgust. And he was like, Do you genuinely want to live forever? And there's just machine guns flying everywhere. And there's this mindset of like, dude, you just go balls to the wall every day, anyway. Like, on my worst days, like, like every day I get up, the first thing I do is I make my bed, put on workout clothes, and I go to the gym, come back, cold shower, meditate, podcast. On my most depressed days where I don't do anything, like last Friday was the eight-year anniversary of my older brother's suicide. I was hungover and I had food poisoning. So it was a great way to just ring in a terrible day already. So as I'm vomiting and slowly going through alcohol withdrawals on the toilet, I still got up and kind of like wiped my face and like made my bed. Now, granted, the rest of the day I laid in bed like a piece of shit, but there's still something about like you do the things that like it's all you have left. But the only thing I had left was like, I'm still going to make my bed because like, fuck you world. I don't care if I hate today, this time of the year. I don't care if it reminds me of the worst time of my life. I don't care if I've been vomiting so much. I have burst capillaries around my eyes. I was like, I still got to make my bed because that's what I do. And there is something beauty, beautiful in that about you can't take away your, it's the band playing on the Titanic. There's something about it to where when you surrender that, that's death. It's worse than death. You still have to wake up. You have to see the asteroid coming towards the Earth, you know, very slowly. Like the one that took out the uh, the dinosaurs, you could actually see for like a month or so before it came in. You got to be able to see that approaching every day. And even the night before it impacts and vaporizes the biosphere, you still got to go, you know, tonight's Sunday, you got to take the trash out. There is like there is a meditation in that where it's like, you know, like you still got to pay the power bill. And it's like, dad, the world's going to be vaporized tomorrow. And it's like, pay it on time. Our credit's good. There is. I think there's beauty. in that I don't, Again, I don't really know where I'm going. No,
2: I, 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 I think I think you're right. I mean, the, the thing that our society does almost better than uh, any society in history is denies mortality. You know, everything, everything that every commercial about a new product is about keeping you from dying. Right. Even though we're eating all this food that's killing us. Um, And it's all about kind of denial of mortality. There's no celebration of a life until it's gone. And, you know, I think we should be celebrating it while we're here because we can enjoy it better. I know that George does. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Uh, No, I I love both of those things.
0: Um, I, I. I somehow think that you avoided throwing up on your bedspread, Tommy, because if you made the bed in such a nice way, I'm thinking you would have wanted to preserve that, you know, little
3: corner. It's a of little bit of, like, dignity I had. I was, like, throwing up and crying and hungover. And I was, like, I'm still going to, like, open up the blinds because that's what I do in the morning. There what is some, yeah, you can't give up the little bit that you have left.
1: That is almost what the powers that be uh, are trying to do. They're trying to make life so miserable um, that you don't do your job and you'll just uh, accept any change at all that they present to you, no matter if it's good or bad. It's just change from your your normal, miserable life. And uh, hopefully we can get out from underneath that thumb.
3: It's Yeah, it's to break your spirit. The, the, the keep calm and carry on, right? The British trope from World War II. I don't know if you've ever seen like the image that it derives from, but it's, it's the milkman delivering milk. And he it looks like he's just walking and whistling, but he's walking over the rubble of a destroyed apartment block that was hit by a V2 rocket. But you wouldn't know. He's just like, gotta deliver the milk today. It's Tuesday. There's something about just keep focusing. Just you keep just go through the motions. It doesn't mean be an automaton. It doesn't mean don't be aware of your surroundings. There he is. You just you just keep going through the motions and just look look at that. The guy is in the middle of hell and he's like, I can't miss the like I can't miss my delivery. I don't want to miss my job. Any, there and, there are
1: people depending on him. You yeah. know. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You just go through it. You just go through. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> I think I have the juice for a good <laughs> sub now. You know. I mean. I can. I can bring in some uh, uh, some ironic, uh, you know, similes here and 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 have you know tragedy and hope all in one black and white photograph. That's a Peter Duke photograph right there.
3: Like, look at that guy's face. That's a guy that just, like, would laugh. He would give that exact look to Klaus Schwab as he was like, your pounds will be turned into patties. He'd be like, all right, man. Go actually, actually who, took
2: that, who took that photo? Because it, it actually looks like a guy named Henri Cartier-Bresson. But yeah. it's, no it idea. says, Poster no Jen, Jen
3: Dow. Is that the guy's name? Oh, no. I have no idea. It. it was taken a little bit before my time. I mean, dude, that guy is in. I mean,
2: just the rubble. That's an amazing photograph. That's, uh, in fact, that's one of the most amazing photographs I've ever seen. That like is, the military is literally a, right behind. Yeah, look
3: over the shoulder. The military and the rubble is smoking, and he's like, "Can't let the glass bottles clink together too loud. Don't want right. to break them." So, so, the,
2: so, just to pop everybody's bubble, though, I I wonder how many uh, frames the guy shot and how many times he had him. Uh, walk back and forth over the... Oh,
3: things. no, 100%. 100%, 100% but even that, though, even that, though, to someone who ordered that photo, that's still yeah. someone who at least saw the value in doing a propaganda shot instead of just hiding out in a bunker. Yep. There's still something there. Right. Like that's, that's beautiful. And that's, and matter.
2: that was, that was my motivation when I got started is that I saw all of the terrible things that photography was being used in order to move people in the wrong direction. And I just thought I wanted to move them in a different direction. And I, I became enemy number one for a second there. Cause I was like, you don't do that.
3: Yeah. I mean, everyone was hi- hiding out in the, uh, the, uh, the subway tunnels, right. And in Britain, at least someone was like, let's go take this picture. And, and every black Blackfield person was saying, what's the importance of a picture? We need more radar. We need more bombers. they're like, no, let's go take a picture of this dapper motherfucker up there. And they did. Well, and, to your, and, and to your point, though,
2: I mean, right now it's like... Uh, and we're talking
3: you know, about it 77 years later.
2: I was, t- Yeah, it was, it's a great photo. I was talking to, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> producer Carrie was getting upset at something that she saw on her phone the other day. And I looked at her and I said, you can't let pixels affect you this way yeah you know you, you you're the pixels are going to give you a stroke you know put the phone down
3: yeah it's, <laughs> you know yeah.
2: I, mean, yeah I mean i mean thinking about it i mean i'm sitting here in my uh in my in my room looking at a little camera sitting on my desk and i've got two pieces of glass in front of me that have four faces on them three of them are 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 the guys that i'm talking to but there's nobody really in here George is in Poland, and Tommy, I don't know where are you? You're in Virginia. I, I'm in I'm in I'm in Maryland, Maryland, in the, time, and, in the corner of an
3: apartment. And Andy, Arizona, you're in downtown. Michigan.
2: Yeah, right. Like we're all in different parts of the world, really. Like if somebody from outer space came and took a picture, or if caveman came and walked into my into uh, my my room here, a dog walked in here, they, they wouldn't have any idea that there are other people that I'm having conversations with. It's
3: yeah, it's one. When you give up, it really is. That's the death. Like yep. you almost have to do it out of spite. You almost have to like look at like the New World Order and be like, No, you gotta kill me. I'm not gonna give it to you. It's you gonna be see? a born in your side. I'm gonna be it's it's like when the team is down by nine touchdowns with four seconds left and they're still drawing a play. The winning team's like, just you lost. And they're like, all right, you go long. I'm they're, like, there's, they're like, there's physically not enough time. Even if you threw a touchdown with every pass, there's not enough time. But you still get those Tom Brady guys that are like, all right, you're going to break right. You're... And they still do it. And if anything, it's still just about holding up a middle finger to the people that beat you. They're still going to beat you. But it's like, hey, man, you know, at least put a thorn in their side. At least it, just...
2: Yeah. So I, I read this once. Some people can fact check me on this. I don't know if it's real. But do you know where this came from, Tommy? Almost it came it, came it came from the Battle of Agincourt. And uh, uh, at the Battle of Agincourt, which was uh, King Henry V versus uh, the French... Uh, the, the French had all of these knights with heavy armor and the, and the British didn't have that many uh, uh, knights, but they had lots of uh, uh, bowmen with the English longbow. And uh, the French knights said that if they caught any of the bowmen, they would cut their middle fingers off uh, if they caught them uh, because, then they, because the bows required so much hand strength that, that, that if you didn't have a middle finger, you couldn't be a bowman anymore. And, and the and the British destroyed the uh, the uh, French with the bows. And at the end of the, the battle, all of the British bowmen held up their middle fingers to show them that they still had their middle fingers. So that, that yeah. was a story I heard. I don't know the, if it's true, but that's the story I heard.
0: Hell yeah. Well, I think that's a perfect way to end our show. Um, we bring the truth. We walk over rubble uh, to bring you the milk fresh every day the truth straight from the battle lines I have to say I've left Poland and gone into Slovakia and then gone into some other countries um and we want to we want to be that guy who like like Tommy said like Peter said delivers the truth no matter what and if we die doing it damn it you at least did it you know and I love it that was a great analogy and a great photo and uh but I know Andy's gotta go work out. So
1: I yeah. gotta be, be the able gun. to carry that milk over the rubble, you know.
0: Don't look look at those milk. guns, Andy, you've been working <laughs> out a lot. Get <laughs> the music. The uh,
1: hey, someone's got to follow Tommy wakes up in the morning, so I, I do my workouts after. Tommy's
0: got the guns too. Tommy Gun, man.
3: Tommy. <laughs> it's. I mean, again, I I now I lift weights harder than ever out of spite for the world. When they're like, "Be a silly boy," I'm like, "I'm going to build muscle and eat red meat because." Fuck I agree. You. It's no. just. The very first show I did, I,
1: I did a chant where I just went, No more Beta Boys. That
3: was the, that was the chant of my of my show. Exactly. No boys. Exactly. Just do it out of, I mean, genuinely, if nothing else, just do it out of spite for Beta Boys. <laughs> do it out of You don't have to do it for some heroic reason. Just look at those limp-wristed, just you know, like, oh, I, I personally love my life, and I think that Klaus, do it out out of the desire to see them burn in hellfire or i don't know buy a hoodie i don't
1: know it's almost like the like weird british incest gene just got passed down to all these people in the url just walking around with
3: this yeah (laughs) you know why because all those all those incest beta boys were hanging out in the tunnels and the chad was delivering milk and he was probably taken out by a v2 bomb and so his gene line ended right there <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Well on that note. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. Tommy, where can we find uh you find you and your show? Me? Yeah. Uh on Rumble. I've been banned from YouTube and Tommy, I'm, you need a website. I do. I do. Call I'm, me. All right. All right. I'm on on Rumble. Uh and yeah, I'm banned from Twitter now for calling Sam Stein a faggot. And uh <laughs> you know what, I I still will. Sam Stein wouldn't carry the milk. I'll carry the milk. Not that guy. That's the Sam Stein's the kind of guy that says we shouldn't be cheering on uh, Hitler's suicide. It's not right to love to, to love when a country collapses on itself. No, fuck him. That needs to be eradicated from the gene.
2: Yeah, I built i my my Duke Media website has been kind of like uh, I haven't done anything with it, and uh, I got banned from uh, from. Linktree of all places. Oh, I got banned. How'd you do that? I uh yeah. Really? I impressive, man. I got banned from Linktree. Yeah. So so if you go to DukeMedia.com, all I did was I created my own version of Linktree. So even oh. so a website doesn't have to be a big crazy thing, Tommy. Like
3: we could build a website that's just basically Linktree. I don't. How did you, that's like? I I got banned from YouTube. I'm IP banned from Reddit. I'm not allowed to make new accounts on Imgur, and now Twitter. You got banned from Linktree. That's hardcore, man. I got banned from Linktree. That's like getting. That's like getting. That's like that's like solitaire being banned from your computer. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the ultimate sanction. That's hardcore, man. Yeah, indeed.
2: All right. I get, All right. I, I guess I, I got. I guess I got uh,
3: kudos. You got, you got some street cred. You all got a right. band from Linktree. That's intense, yeah, man. man. That's
0: well, like, thanks, guys. <laughs> this was really great. Uh, it was, it's, it's nice touching base with you all back there. And uh, Andy, is there some exciting transition that you can play to play us out?
1: Well, before we do the transition, I just want to remind everyone uh, to go to com to uh, catch up on... Uh, Peter Duke's whereabouts and, and all the, the news agencies and the voices of citizen journalism that Peter uh, views should have a voice because they are banned on other networks. So go to the Duke Report to catch up on the, the latest and greatest from around the globe. And thank you once again, Tommy, for, for jumping in. Thank you, George Webb. Thank God you're safe out there. Your your map of going around the globe. If we had a little map following you, it's almost like the Belt and Road project. We're we're almost there. So so keep it going. Thanks. And uh, once again, the Duke Report Everyone have a wonderful day, and make sure you go to neighborhoodnewstudio.com tomorrow to catch up on
3: uh, on all of the all of the. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, here.
0: Peter. See you later.
3: Fuck you, Sam Stein. Peace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to World War DARPA. This is George Webb, and I've been going all over the world to different bioweapons uh, plants in England, port and down. Of course, I've done Dyncore here. In the- it is April 21st.